they know why it's Christmas? <laughs> Look, if you have a homosexual lifestyle, and it's just stands to reason and logic that you're going to contract a million STDs, and that is God punishing you. And there's that's all I have to say about that. That's just common sense. That's just common sense. Good yeah. God. Here we go. Yeah, let's get right into it, Stoppies. We are here. It is time for a very ducking terrible Christmas special, everybody. And I'm Heather Mack. I'm Mike Dunn. And uh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. This uh, is bad. You're listening to Make a Stop Bad Music. Oh, that's true. Uh, good times. Yes. Woo! Merry Christmas! Happy! Ho- we are not saying Happy Holidays. The Robertsons certainly would not approve. Of course of that not. Of course sort not. of uh, li- liberal tree. That's Satan's serpent tongue coming out of your dumb gullet. They're just some down home multi millionaires. Multi bajillionaires. Four hundred million dollar duck empire. Well. All of ye heathens out there in the world, we're here to, to lecture to you uh, from upon high, from our, our camo-crusted duck shit empire, and, and tell you what it's like to, you know, to really sacrifice and, and honor the Lord Jesus on this terrible, terrible cursed Christmas um, that wasn't. And today we have uh, some very special guests with us that we're very excited uh, to feature, a returning guest and, and returning partner. Uh, yes. Liv. Aww. My partner Liv is here. Um, hello, <laughs> fellow Swamp Kings. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, and then a very special guest, uh, first time on the show, which is kind of, you know, impressive for season four. And there's a reason for it, and we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my dear, sweet husband, Alex, is on the show with us today. Thank you so much. Uh, from behind the curtain steps the husband. <laughs> Jesus Hell yeah! Christ. Wow. Oh god, I've been. I have. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Wow. I've been. I've been trying to book Alex for a long time. <laughs> so yeah. I so don't maybe, know why. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should start there. We'll talk about. So Alex uh, has been uh, my husband for a, a little while, and we've been dating for uh, almost 14 years. So it, you know, it really says something that he hasn't been on the show. And mostly it's because it's not because I haven't asked, but it's because he has repeatedly said, I know nothing. Don't make me do this. (laughs) Yes. My lack of pop cultural knowledge is a modern marvel. It really is. It's crazy. It's insane. And just a quick story. I remember, I think it was maybe four years ago where Alex asked, who is Kurt Cobain? Oh, no, 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 no. I have a whole story of it. That was in college? No, that was in college, and that was the story I was going to tell, which is that I discovered the depth or the the shallowness of Alex's (laughs) pop cultural, I guess the depth of his ignorance um, is, is quite profound. Basically, I... I found out um, about a couple, probably a couple months into a state, maybe a year into a stating, we were playing the game fucking Cranium in college, and we were uh, getting to the part where you have to hum a song, the humdinger, and I was like, oh, okay, and it was the Monkees theme song. As a music aficionado, I was shocked and appalled when I started humming, <laughs> and like, absolute nope. zero recognition. And then I was like, okay, well, like, Hey, hey, we're the <laughs> like, is that going to help you? And he was just like, it was the blankest possible face. It was like his entire, the, all the features of his face just slipped onto the floor. <laughs> to be fair, so did it happen with the monkeys. They're just, <laughs> these popsicle stick men. <laughs> that, that might be true. And like, okay, maybe you didn't know about like the monkeys, whatever. And then I was like, okay, well, so you've never heard of the monkeys? 
And then it went into, wait, so you haven't heard of, and it, it proceeded to be, he hadn't heard of, he didn't know who Kurt Cobain was. He had never heard of Aretha Franklin. He didn't know even, he couldn't even picture Jim Carrey. He didn't know who Jim Carrey was. And it just became this game of what doesn't Alex know? And the answer was everything. Um, I was actually just like a carnival freak show of a person. <laughs> you could just say, do you know who this is? And I would say, no. And the crowds would cheer. <laughs> I mean, it was... Uh, it, would, it did become, once we realized, it did become like a... A sports. It was yeah. an activity. Well, it's like discovering, like you know, like like coming into contact with a with like a completely like foreign entity, like an alien. It was it was like, how did you <laughs> exist and you don't know who Kurt Cobain is? Like, I, how is this humanly possible? I feel like with a game like Cranium, like the bar is pretty low already for what's gonna I, like beat that. I know. <laughs> well, also I'm very competitive and I wanted to win, <laughs> but this completely consumed us. And then Alex, you know, that's when I really learned something about Alex. So. Alex, tell us about why. So you tell us about how little you know and why. Well, I think it's been said how little I know, which is nothing. And <laughs> this is because I was raised in a house where music was not played. Uh, my parents never listened to music. Uh, the only music I've ever heard them really listen to is the music that I've bought for them um, when I was old enough to discover music for myself. I Were you raised in The Giver? I, I guess so. I did not. They're loving, wonderful people, and I had a very idyllic and awesome childhood, and yes. I'm grateful for Shout it. out to Margaret and Jim. Um, they're awesome. But they did raise me as such that I didn't really start hearing music till I was around 14 or 15. Hearing And music. then I was hearing new metal. <laughs> <laughs> what about but what about Hell what yeah. about a Jason Mraz in the in the Stop and no. Shop? Like what about Oh yeah, there was generic commercial music, okay, but that right, doesn't get right. you introduced to any kind of popular culture. Right. Um, they wouldn't even like throw on the radio in the car on a car never. ride. Or My parents Absolute drive silence. in silence. silence. In absolute silence. Interesting. Which was a shocking realization because obviously I grew up very musical. I care so much about music. Um and yeah, so I was absolutely shocked and appalled to find this out about Alex. And, and it really does extend to all, it's not just music, it's all types of pop culture. I mean, you know a fuck ton about Dungeons and Dragons and, uh, you know, sci-fi. Um, and the electoral system. Yeah, I never system. developed the mental facilities to put a celebrity's face to a name. Like, I never could ever tell what actor I was looking at at any given time. <laughs> and it never mattered to you. And it never mattered. <laughs> exactly. It never mattered. So you grew up without any, you know, any music ever in the house, without any understanding of music to the point where when you first discovered music was a thing that people did recreationally, it was all new metal all the time. But your father underwent some sort of a, a transformation as well. So to... Tell me about that. Yes. In the late year of our Lord, 2017, my father decided to go on YouTube and to say to himself, today I will find out what music is. <laughs> my father proceeded to discover the song Happy and listen to it and enjoyed it. Williams. He liked this song by Will Ferrell. He then discovered that there was such a thing. You don't know who Pharrell is, do I you? don't. <laughs> then he discovered, he's the guy that made the song my Tall father listened to for days on end. Um, he discovered this thing called 24 Hours of Happy, which is a series of 24 <laughs> one-hour music videos shot on a specific location of note where people just dance to the song Happy on repeat for one hour. 
He proceeded to watch 24 Hours of Happy and his exploration of what music was. In 24 hours, we became 48 hours. And 48 hours became 72 hours. And I don't want to know how long it went on for. And then he decided, that's enough music. I've discovered what music is. And that is my father's concept of music to this day. That is a real story, guys. It's... Uh, an endless YouTube video of people dancing to Happy. To Happy. Yes. And then honestly, he was just like, done. The entire edifice of yeah, music is it. that. He Sounds got... like he's got it all figured out, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should have just stopped there. Why he did we keep going? He took the crash course. He's ready, he's ready to enter the scene. <laughs> should we have Jim on the show as a guest? <laughs> uh, Jim would have fun. He would have it would be cruel. So this is the kind of authority figure that we are excited to come on the show to tell us about what's good and what isn't. Yeah. <laughs> also, well, you don't need to know the definitive anything. Definitive source you of your literally music information. Don't need to a know. A man anything. who's never heard music before. <laughs> what better culture to <laughs> define for perfect. Alex defined than Duck Dynasty? Oh my God! I was <laughs> and of just course I've brought you know in honor of of Phil Robertson I have brought my trans life partner. <laughs> Uh, and to, to make it stop. Wow. But frankly, if you consider the female vagina, <laughs> it has so much more to offer than a man's anus. You know, if given the choice, why would you choose a man's anus rather than the woman vagina? Did Phil Are these just quotes? On yeah, he said, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty close. Yeah, yeah, Phil pontificated on so much. There's all these videos of him talking to the camera, going off on how trans people aren't real because like uh, facts don't care about your feelings like yep. while like iPhone commercial music plays yeah he's really yeah. fixated on what the genital part of it I know yeah. I noticed and that, that that's how what a person first of all a that is a decision that the person then makes when they look at okay anus vagina <laughs> heterosexual people and you have to make have the anal sex <laughs> Not Phil. Not no, Phil. Certainly, not don't Phil. let don't that tell Phil that. Godly. Come on, <laughs> come on. He doesn't know that's a thing. God, godliness is next to cleanliness. Listen, they they have sex with all of their clothes. They don't even have sex. They make cookies, and we're gonna talk about yes. that. But I guess, yeah. I mean, they, they have sex. They with bang their, their wife while they're baking bread. While their children <laughs> wait with their hands clasped behind their back yes. at the dinner table. <laughs> the good thing about the only good thing about this album is that you don't need to know anything about pop culture, about music, about really anything at all to know that it's absolutely fucking god awful terrible and um, the duck dynasty people are truly terrible people as you know our little vignettes and introductions have have indicated here as we all know christmas is canceled and unfortunately um you know the only appropriate way to celebrate this cursed christmas is with an absolutely cursed album and that is the uh duck the halls a robertson family christmas as we mentioned that is a compilation of I guess music that was made by the um, Duck Dynasty um, monsters, which I had very little understanding or awareness of because I'm a coastal elite. Did any of you have any like interaction or understanding? Sure. Of oh, go ahead. I was a high, I was a high school senior when it debuted, and so plenty of people that like I went to high school with or like knew were like super into it, and so I've seen probably. I don't know. I've seen like a solid hour's worth of commercials for it, and oh, that's okay. about the depth of my knowledge. <laughs> okay, so you've Got seen commercials. it. No one here has ever seen a, an episode of, of Duck Dynasty, not. right? No. 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 I wouldn't do that to myself. No. Have some self-respect. It, it is. I do know it's the has the, is the most watched nonfiction television show in history. 
That tells you why Donald Trump was elected. I know exactly. That, oh my God! You I know just this got, album uh, sold uh, like seven hundred something thousand copies in twenty thirteen. Yep. Uh, and that it was number three on the U.S. charts, number one in the country charts. Yep. Uh, and I know that Walmart came out with a special edition version of, of the album with a bonus track, and it came with a sixty-four page magazine of um, the, you know the Robertson family uh, talking about Christmas and and shit. Bonus. The MAGA into magazine. <laughs> <laughs> bonus as in like bonus herpes when you have syphilis. Well, that's just what happens if, if you're, you're not. Sinful, if you're right, a that's right. Person who you know is having sex have, with this woman over here and that woman over here. That, that man, man over, over there. there. <laughs> a tomato. You go. Um. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, I know that. Uh, I know that it was a cultural tour de force uh, outside of uh, our coastal elite bubble. I know Absolutely. that uh, the merch merchandise sold in uh, like hotcakes. I know that they had a partnership with Walmart that was very lucrative. I know that a lot of people watched the show. And yeah, this... that a lot of people view Phil Robertson as like the Socrates of like the QAnon crowd. Like he's a wise, a wise pontificating old man with a beard. Like that everyone, like this guy, he's been through it all. He knows what he's talking about. And I know that they got super rich off of inventing uh, a really realistic sounding duck. Uh, Mating duck. call. A, yeah. a fornication, duck a sinful whistle. fornication whistle is what you're saying. That you mm-hmm. make with your mouth. So, so you make ducks disgusting. horny and then you shoot them. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's that's really, fun. it's even more. And, and that's when you can climax. <laughs> that's a good that's when you climax. That's the only time <laughs> when you're having heterosexual relations with your wife just for the purposes of procreation. Right. Yeah, of course. Ducks, though, you, it is a sin to make ducks horny because ducks are, like, are, are rapists. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the duck rape, uh, duck the halls. We don't need to get any further. We don't need to. That, <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. It is a fact. It is a fact. Something I unfortunately went into on the on campus at UMass, and it was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, it is unfortunate that yeah, ducks do rape each other, and they do have corkscrew penises, and that is uh, I, I that's more sinful for sure than any of the shit that uh, the straw man arguments of the Robertson <laughs> family. But uh, yeah, what kind of sick god would make a duck with a corkscrew penis? <laughs> Um, don't don't. What a like pervert! They're God. They're beautiful. Jesus Christ! <laughs> An animal that does nothing that's the but thing rape. That makes a man lose his faith is just uh, pondering duck penises. Like the, I the, can't come to any other conclusion. There is no God. Well, it's just like George Carlin's joke with the platypus. It's like it was God just like super high. So going to your point, Alex, which was actually going to be my point, and I I felt like that because this duck dynasty the happened you know the show started out in like 2011 2012 and went until about 2017 i believe that duck dynasty was the canary in the coal mine for the trump presidency like 1000 percent. and if you look at the actual data according to the new york times the correlation between fandom and the percentage of people who voted for president trump was higher than it was for any other of the 50 shows with the most facebook likes so this was basically like this was the lightning rod to like unify this demographic i guess that was just ready to like hook in hard to this like you know american fantasy of you know bootstrap you know ingenuity that's really just extreme uh like disgusting wealth i gotta throw a wrench in the works though because phil uh hitched his wagon to the beautiful wet Ted Cruz in 2015, oh. interestingly enough. And I wonder if the split in the Robertson family 
over Donald Trump is between the older, the elder, and the younger. Because I'm sure Phil is repulsed. Between there, I think it was one of the. I think they all voted for Trump except for one of the wives. Oh, just one of the wives. Because I could see him also being like this effete, like freak, like ew. You know, one of the trad wives. I think. I think they just went hard for whoever you know was gonna be the Republican that won, and so they, you know, they they thought Ted Cruz was gonna win it at first. They fell right in line, as, as they all do. So it was interesting. I read a really interesting article. This was in the New Republic magazine. It was published uh, in 2014 by Sarah Marshall. And the article title was uh, Duck Dynasty's Success is Entirely Based on Selling a Fantasy. And it really just gets down and dirty into how just this honestly incredibly out of touch, you know, group of people were able to commodify rural individualism and this fantasy of you know again that bootstrap like pulling yourself up and you know being just better than everybody else's prosperity gospel christianity um and they were just like they were just able to swindle so many people who felt you know isolated and alienated and weren't dealing with the Obama presidency and felt like that was the you know problem why they weren't you know they were in a recession and this this was something that they could you know latch on to and say well I'm going to be a million if they can be millionaires and I can be millionaires and it's, it's such a farce it's so grotesque and I think a foil to that that sprang up around the same time is a little bit like that like more women ice agents like on the other hand people just want to see themselves like on tv and they got hype about it and the i feel like the opposite is true too like supporting like people who like meet a certain criteria but still have like like heinous a heinous worldview you know like a a black cia director thank god right thank god exactly yeah um well and that's the thing is this was wildly popular so they not only not just the the album the album sold well but in general they were selling merchandise like you know mattress like comforter sets and like you know slippers and and headphones and shit like they merchandised the shit out of themselves and people were ready to consume right i actually remember going to a walmart in north carolina that was like filled with duck dynasty shit back mm-hmm. in its peak so and kills. if that's the only game in town and like i can see how that can create the ratings too how it, you know the the cross promotion like really works if 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 you're working with uh an industry that's been monopolized basically in in, in large swaths of the country that that's how you'd grow this insane fucking dynasty well yeah and i managed to sell it like you undersold it they sold i mean look it's it's not 90s numbers or anything, but they sold like 750,000 units uh, yeah. of physical media. Yeah, of physical you know, in, in, in the 20, in the 2010s. Yeah, 2010s. Yeah. That, and it's like, that is, that's crazy. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Like, even that's just a, a tiny, a tiny piece of all of the fucking massive sales they've made in, in, in merchandising and, and everything else. $400 million combined net worth for all of. The family members. And they make mo- they make at least ten million dollars every year just on their duck shit. They're like duck rape call, but they, there's this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's true. Oh, no. um, <laughs> duck assault. Um, this is one of the quotes in the in the article that I picked out. Um, in recent years, Americans have also fallen under the thrall of Marvel's Avengers films, but few adults would purchase Avengers bedding or a stationery or manicure sets. The difference, it seems, is that the Duck Dynasty is that Duck Dynasty is not just a form of entertainment, but a lifestyle. With each purchase offering a tangible reminder that people like the Robertsons are out there living the American dream proving that it is still attainable. What has made Duck Dynasty so amazingly profitable is the scale of consumers' anxiety 
and the love they have for the figures that assuage it, which is literally if you just took that last sentence and applied it to Trump, it's just like it's a perfect match. And that's what I'm saying. Like this was a canary in the coal mine. This is yeah. what should have warned us that the, the fact that this was so popular and so profitable and completely missed us in our world should have fucking told us. <laughs> I do think this article is underselling, though, yeah. just how many adult men buy Marvel merchandise. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of the Funko Pop. Like, yeah, you know, the that, they're, they're like $80 each, and well, they're just a little guy. These are like the Redneck Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's know? the same for the Kardashians and like yes. just everybody who's like, I yep. can make myself into a commodity, and then I can like license out like myself and my image and all that shit. You know, the fantasy of it, the yeah. Fantasy. Star and exactly yeah, yeah. there's yeah. all kinds of different in all the all the different they just got in on the little game. facets but of the culture wars there's all there's someone selling makeup or uh, blankets yeah. through it but you know? their yeah. game see this is the problem with them and this is what we see on the album and just in general is just like their game is pretending to be like everybody else pretending to be you know just your average Joes that just lucked into being multi-millionaires where instead well, instead they're very obviously very shrewd business people absolutely and it's all extru- very calculated and it's all performative it's all just such a performance and even like you know just the performance of Christian Christianity on this album and the way they've commodified Christianity it's just it's so perfect for a cursed world and a cursed year and a cursed Christmas and god this album is very bad it sucks also. It's, it's really awful. bad um, <laughs> it sucks Christmas albums suck they Christmas are really album. bad Christmas horrible. albums are a scam they're yeah. all a scam it's the same like 20 songs I know with the same like Casio sounding backing tracks on every album it's, with just some asshole trying to like squeeze a few bucks out of their name. But also, you know, exactly. they're not the first on any of these frontiers. Like they like observed what was profitable, what was successful, whether it's like, you know, Democrat politicians like saying, you know, like, oh, you know, we'll really we really care about like diversity initiatives, blah, 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 blah. And they get people bought into it and they don't mean it at all. You know, they've just observed this like politically with other reality TV shows and they they did it and they did it very good and made very many monies. The Duck well, Dynasty yeah. guys you mean? Yeah. Yeah. They they win still. They made they have fucking 400 million dollars. Well, yeah, of course they're winning big time, but that doesn't mean their album doesn't suck. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. yeah, god. I mean, it, that doesn't mean that they're not the bars awful. Yeah. Unfortunately, they are winning. They they're are still awful. winning even though the show's canceled. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're still Oh yeah. Like the, is the merchandise money all dried up like at this, oh, at this point? Oh, I mean, I think I think they're on heavy heavy clearance at this point. Like I think Have I they think they white labeled their stuff now. Now it's the same like <laughs> Duck Dynasty shit, but it's called like uh, <laughs> like Ivanka it, Trump's uh, fucking shit where it's like, like Mauve Landing. Allison Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's the like, antithesis to the brand. <laughs> the the um, reviews of this album, at least according to country reviewers, were wildly positive for absolutely no reason. It's truly the worst. Um, yeah, we need a Gamergate for the country music press. It's we need like- to ex- <laughs> ethics and journalism. <laughs> <laughs> we need ethics and ju- journalism when it comes to Duck Dynasty albums and... Uh, you know, Yelp reviews of the block of Nashville uh, chicken nugget shacks run by country music stars. <laughs> right, that's what we need. We need to we need to check the facts. We're here to be real journalists. Yeah, big Nashville is uh, is just. <laughs> They got their tentacles and everything. I'm actually surprised that Duck Dynasty doesn't have a fucking like you know, twelve story. <laughs> 
There has to be a Duck Dynasty restaurant in Nashville. I'm double checking. Okay, right please now. double check. Yeah. You know what just came to mind in terms of the branding is like you know the Arrested Development, like the Cornholer or like the Thirty Rock, like you know Meat Press, whatever it is. The product that like a famous person can brand and therefore like it sells more. Like they just like it's just the reverse formula. Like they had like this successful what duck you know, empire or whatever. It's like the dynasty. Hilton thing. A dynasty. The you Duck Dynasty. <laughs> you know, and the, with the Hiltons, the Kardashians, like they had something. They had like a product that was already working and then they affixed themselves to it to be able to create this Ouroboros of like disgusting tacky shit. Yeah. Well, you know? it's also like there's a whole bunch of rural American people that desire to see their culture like valued in some way. So they end up gravitating towards these like fantasies of success and wealth that like they mm -hmm. could somehow someday participate paid in mm -hmm. when the reality is is like the train left no. the building generations oh, yeah. ago oh yeah you're you know? never gonna yeah but at least you can um, trigger the libs you know it's all you have left mm -hmm. so there all were, any of us have left there there were two duck dynasty restaurants um <laughs> what, did they, they what, what did they serve what did they serve what did they serve duck nuggets they were in their hometown of west monroe louisiana oh. duck nuggets please uh, one of them is closed and that's the one that willie opened willie's duck diner uh, and it was they served diner food. Everybody hates Willie. We learned uh, that, that from one, this album. That one only lasted like three years. And then Miss K's Sweet Treats and Eats uh, <laughs> is still going strong. Oh uh, wow! It's like a a bakery uh, cafe in West Monroe. It actually looks pretty nice. It doesn't look like a Duck Dynasty themed Let me thing. See. It's like that's it's like, like one of the ladies, cafe. right? Exposed yeah, it's brick. one of the wives. One of the trad wives. Okay. Well, you know. We'll take it. So the Duck Dynasty is extremely, it's a dynasty that's built on a foundation of profound homophobia and sexism, and I'm sure racism. Um, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. There's Phil, Phil has said some, he said some really racist shit in a GQ interview. He said that blacks were happier before civil rights laws were passed uh, in Louisiana. Uh, he got suspended from the show for a little bit for no, that. No, for, for like, Six days. Yeah, Actually, no, he didn't even get suspended for the show. He expressed remorse for his careless words, and they they let him. They come said, back. "Come on, right on back now here." Yeah, they um didn't give a shit. Uh, he said he said racist shit. He also said extremely uh, homophobic shit. Um, I believe it was an, in an interview with, uh, oh yeah, the GQ interview. He also said when the uh, journalist asked him, what in your mind is sinful? He responded, start with homosexual behavior and just morph out from there. Basically sleeping around with this woman and that woman and that woman and those men. A&E decided to suspend him from the show. The Robertson family said, well, we're not going to do the show without him. And then they were like, oh, okay, sorry, my dad, my dad, here you go. Have your show back. So <laughs> that was definitely a, not a deal breaker which is really disappointing this was like dance mom's era though right with like all that like hyper exploitative honey boo-boos this is worse there was a, definitely some dance moms going on in our house when i when oh we god together i know that was, was a lot of dance moms it, look that was a wild show that was kind of a fun show it, i love the dance <laughs> i love the, i love the I dance love, you know what i love the mom <laughs> <laughs> The, the Christmas special that they did, yeah, exactly, on December 5th um, as the season two finale was the most watched A&E episode in the network's history. So wow. that's a station that brings, you know, that, that, that was when... tie into this album? Exactly. Should we, do we have enough background now? Should we start listening to this bullshit? I think bullshit? we fucking unfortunately should. Yeah. Oh, really quickly. we have enough background on Really quickly, guys. sorry. I have to do this because I said we would. Um, we told our loyal, our honest and loyal stoppies that if they gave us five star reviews, that we would read them on the show. Oh yes! All right, yeah, let's do that. And there's a new one that just came out today. So um, 
shout out to our stoppies and we will continue to do this if you give us a five-star review we'll read it on the show and we'll appreciate you so this one is from um laney2694 uh they gave us five stars and they said if you're in the market for a podcast about bad albums and are okay with what some might dismiss and discredit as musical heresy say openly hating on tool or subjecting marilyn manson to ruthless yet on point psychoanalysis (laughs) make it stop is for you whether you like your musical humor to focus on the big targets or utterly heretical in the ultimate act of punching upward, you'll find at least one episode that'll get a laugh out of you. P.S. Heather and Mike, I would really love to hear you two tear a Nine Inch Nails album to shreds. Mm. Um, and actually, I like Nine Inch Nails. Which I know, one me would too. I shred? Me too. Anyway, we'll think about that. We'll think about that. We'll and think we, about that. Because Trent Reznor is fun to make fun of, for sure. We do appreciate fan suggestions. And actually, Stoppies, I'm, I don't want to make an announcement, but I think we're we're hoping to start a Patreon. And one of the things we might do would be fan requests. And actually, we got some requests for this episode for the Chris, um, Christmas album. We had some suggestions. Uh, Jude Sylvan, who has a new podcast called It's in the Book about queering the bible it's really fucking cool they reached out about doing the christina aguilera christmas album which unfortunately it's still christina aguilera she's a really good singer (laughs) it's like not that bad um and like the bob dylan christmas album which is really boring but thank you for the suggestions we got another one from purple february who said your speeding bullet to heaven review is legit one of the funniest things i've ever heard it actually made it bearable to listen through the clips and if you know about that album that is quite the compliment (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah last last but not least review before we get into the uh album this one is from our best our biggest fan in barcelona um i literally want to like meet up with him at some point if i ever go back to barcelona i will literally do that um but estanis Wilson gave us five stars and said, it's been almost 25 years since that first trip to that cyber cafe where I learned with amazement what the internet was for the first time. And I can say without a doubt that I never felt the urge of exploring the whole vault of episodes of a podcast until I found Make It Stop. I had so much fun with the first ones I picked that I had to tell them via direct message and social media. I discovered your podcast by chance less than a month ago, and I can't be more grateful. I have a lot of episodes to devour yet, but I'm already at the level of a merchandising buying fan, guys. You've been like welcoming friends during this weird summer. Your chemistry, sense of humor, and wit result in something that makes the listener feel happily included. Greetings from a corner in Barcelona, and thank you. I'm kind of embarrassed for writing what seems like a silly piece of fan mail, but I feel I just have to. I can't rewrite rewrite it better or with more spontaneous love for what they do. It doesn't matter if they discuss an album that you know well or that you've never heard of. There's always stuff to learn and, of course, to laugh about, and their guests are always in tune with their good vibes. Plus, it's not just silly commentary. Don't be fooled. There's good balance between research mockery and music journalism on the spot. I never want you to stop, guys. Aww. Aww. That's so nice. Isn't that so the fucking nice. nicest thing like anyone has ever said to you? Yeah. Also, should we have merch? This yeah. guy says he'd, he'd buy merch. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would some merch be? I kiss my son on the lips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a macro that thing a already. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could just make a shirt that says I'm doing the best I ever did that has like a picture of uh Goatsy. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll work we'll, on we'll, it. We'll, we'll send you guys some t-shirts. We'll, we'll work on it. Estanis you, you gets them. a free one for this amazing uh, fucking review. We love you. Um, okay. So let's get the fuck into it. We have um, 14 tracks. 14 tracks. Um, 
Some originals, for- some covers. Yeah, cool. Should we go two at a time, or should we start with one at a time and then switch to two at a time? You know, let's see where the wind takes us. Um, yeah, I don't know. We can go two at a time. Let's do two at a time. Cool. All right. This is Raging Cajun Redneck C- Christmas, followed by I'll Be Home for Christmas. They're stringing up lights down on Main Street. Saw a tree tied up on the hood of a Humvee. Brother Bill's at the store, ringing that bell. I throw a little change in his cup so I won't go to hell. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow. Raging Cajun Redneck Christmas, fucking uh, banger. Best song in the album. No. No, it's it's bad, but it is the best song in the album. It's a dope song about how much trash you can keep in your yard. <laughs> Who has the most trash in their yard? It's a competition. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, these guys live in a fucking mansion. They don't have any trash in their yard, all right? They have fucking servants that are like, you know, artfully arranging their West Elm fucking you know, Christmas lights or whatever. Wait, like, do you say they have a lot? Because that's not what the lyrics say. Oh, yeah. Just they toss a couple they, coins. Yeah, they ain't the got course. much, but they, they work, work real hard. Work real hard. That's a, that's a Trump line if I'd ever heard mm-hmm. it. You know, that's just, how does, how, in what universe do you not got much? Let me just, hold on. I do They pour mouth a, often on this album. I, yeah. I noted. They pour oh. mouth, that's their whole career. Yeah, it's their whole, whole that's deal. That's their brand, <laughs> is pour mouthing. Oh, completely. And it's it's so by the end of 2013, Duck Dynasty merchandise alone had raked in $400 million. And the show itself earned the family a reported $200,000 per episode in addition to the $40 million in revenue that the Duck Call business earned. These, That's so much uh, money. That Jesus is Christ. a disgusting amount of money. And it's actually sinful. If you if you were to take Jesus's teaching seriously, if you were actually a fucking Christian, mm. you would be it, it's a horrific amount of wealth. But of, of course it's pros, it's convenience of prosperity gospel because they're wealthy because they're good people and everybody else is bad people if they're poor. Yeah, they're it's they're if Protestants. They're not Christians. They're awful awful protestants who are like here i'm throwing a nickel in the salvation army bucket so i won't go to hell oh they do mention the salvation army bucket in this song yeah yep they have brother bills at the store ringing that bell i throw a little change in his cup so i won't go to hell a little change you are a multi-millionaire it's the falwell (laughs) way of life you and your disgusting, also, awful sons. you're caping for Salvies, which we all know is like, I mean, that's appropriate because they're unbelievably homophobic. Do yeah. not give money to Salvation Army. Jesus well, obviously Christ. Obviously, these guys would. Of course, but they'll only give them a couple quarters, you know, because they just, you know, can't spare it. Well, they're just like you and me. You know? Well, they don't want to really, <laughs> they don't really want to hurt poor, I mean, help poor people because they're obviously poor because they made bad decisions. 
Uh, what do you guys think of the trad wife's voice? Do you think it's any good? I think she's all right. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's There's fucking... There's enough posts to make them passable. You know, you can just pay for a veneer of artistic talent when you have enough money. Yeah, you think it's, you just got... You think she's, yeah, I was seriously, a chill just ran down my spine. Excuse <laughs> me. Wait, maybe you don't need to know anything about music to be a music critic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They got our number. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's true though. I, I I agree. I do want. I, she doesn't sound auto tuned though. I don't think she's probably been pitch correct a little bit. Everyone gets pitch corrected, but she sounds like she mostly had the notes correct. I mean, she has the notes correct, like a drunk on at a Christmas party. Like, like some Christmas... of the guys are really bad at singing on this album. That's true. She's better, but it's still karaoke caliber. You yeah. know, if that. I mean, this isn't yeah, something yeah. that deserves but, to be number anything on any chart. It is karaoke caliber, but she is like one of the stars of the karaoke that gets up there and only does oh, ballads. Oh, Heather doesn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do good songs. I don't know how to fucking sing. There's not a single vocal run. No, Missy sounds like she sounds like the woman who gets up at karaoke. Uh, the, the old woman at uh, at Pearl Street. That you have does. to be nice too. You have to support her. A sentimental journey. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not great, but it's it's like you're not gonna, you know, begrudge her. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's 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 definitely big, you know, karaoke energy. But they're always constantly relating. Like, there's direct appeals to spirituality right next to like celebrations of materialism in like so many of these songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, we just love the Lord, and like, oh man, we love all our stuff, and it's like, dude, like you are missing the point. Missing the point. (laughs) Missing the point. Well, they're living endlessly better than like any of us or anyone we know will ever live. So, and that's like, what Jesus wanted for everyone. And, mm-hmm. and that's what made like I'll Be Home for Christmas, any of the wistfulness in her voice or any of the emotion there, I was just like, where is she singing this from? She's singing it from Jerry Falwell's Fuck Yacht where they're wife swapping and sucking and fucking <laughs> all Christmas long, baby. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, they're not longing for anything. I don't do believe yeah, for a like second that, that they, these folks don't have some, some major skeletons in their closet. You don't accrue that much wealth without... Uh, without sending a few times. Or maybe yeah. Phil is an Ubermensch who was literally like asked to be on the, or contacted by the Washington Redskins and was like, no, I'd rather make $10 million instead. <laughs> yeah, I just want to build a duck fucking empire. That's literally what it is. It's, it's, it's horny duck, you know, sounds. That's all it is. Could you make a duck come though? Like, he's got a monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let's make them very come and then shoot them. Right. <laughs> Even that, that's the only way I can get off. Every duck. That's what I'm saying. If I make a duck come and then shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll be home. Like, the ultimate pleasure. It's so vivid in my mind. <laughs> the Raging Cajun Redneck Christmas was at least like on brand, and it 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 was an original ar- arrangement. I'll be home for Christmas. It just didn't have enough of that Duck Dynasty flair for me. Um, <laughs> does, does it even back the blue that it's song? Just, it's it's a generic cover. There's nothing there. I didn't even hear one reference to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in I'll Be Home for Christmas. And to me, I think that they're really forgetting who they are. By yeah, doing that song. no. Is there true. a good version of a Christmas song? <laughs> of any Christmas song? Yeah. Just the Mariah Carey. Yeah, there's like, some right? good versions of some Christmas. I mean, how about the dope uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra cover of <laughs> Fuck Carol yeah. of the Bells? Fuck Unicorns yeah. are real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like one. I saw them live when I was. But no, like, Christmas away. music does suck. There maybe are three good Christmas songs. Even Mariah Carey. I was actually listening to an episode of um, Punch Up the Jam. I'm not sure if this is the case with All I Want for Christmas, but I bet it is. Um, do you guys listen to the podcast Punch Up the Jam? 
I should. You've told me about it. Unfortunately, they're ending. It's actually oh, really sad. I like love them a lot. Um, but anyway, they they had a recent episode on um, "Always Be My Baby," and they were analyzing it. And in your mind, you you know the song. You you it's a bop. It's a jam. If you actually analyze it and like break it down, the backing track is terrible. Like it's really Casio. It's really bad. It's just her voice that does all of the fucking work. I feel like there's a lot of early. Mariah Carey, though it's all her, yeah. her backing tracks are all very cheesy in the '90s stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that that tracks, but that's interesting. I hadn't ever thought of that either. But yeah, so even that song. I mean, that, is that a good Christmas song? Yes, but is it uh, actually? Is that good? a Christmas? Wait, is that <laughs> well, is that a Christmas song? Not always be my baby, but all okay. I want for Christmas okay. is you. I bet it's. I, I think it's pretty similar. It's pretty Casio, like phoned in, very. Bad she composed it on a toy s- piano, I think. I th- her voice is her voice is the star. Her voice, yeah. You don't want to. You can't step on Mariah's voice. Is the but, thing. I think that's part of it. And you can't step on Missy Robertson's voice. Well, either. you know that's why <laughs> the back. The thing about the backing track is the backing tracks suck on this album. We all agree, right? Like they yeah. sound terrible. I looked up fifty-two credited musicians on this album. Oh my god, fifty-two, not counting the family. Wow. Does any of the family play an instrument, or are they just paying a house band on all this? Uh, they play the duck call on uh, on deck calls. <laughs> okay, beyond the duck call. <laughs> no, that's the only instrument. That yeah, again, no talent from the actual purported artists here. It's just they're paying professionals to make them sound good. Right. You know? It's a scam. It's a cash-in. Yeah. Every Christmas album is a scam. It literally is. Well, at least some of them are actually made by the artists who are playing the music and singing the songs as opposed to just, well, it's just paying they're professionals. Rarely made by, I mean, they usually have studio musicians doing the backing tracks, and they usually yeah. it, they usually probably do it in a matter of like two days. Well, it's just like... The unicorns aren't real. 52 musicians because they were recording each track concurrently so they could finish the entire project in six minutes. Alex, do you think you could get your dad into Josh Groban? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no <laughs> What about Michael Bublé? I don't know who that is. Never mind. <laughs> we could go on for hours. Alex okay. is flipping me off right now, and it's really uncalled <laughs> for. I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right, is should, we do, should we do a couple more? Yeah, I we guess we We got a few should. to get through. All right, so just so you know, that first one was sung by uh, Willie. The second song was sung by Missy. Do this we next... know anything about those people? I know. I think Willie's yep. the fat uh, son. He's the one that they call uh, fat on the album. Yeah, Missy is the is one of the trad wives. Uh, Cy sings this next one. He's he's the patriarch's brother. Christmas cookies after that, and that is by Phil Robertson, uh, the patriarch. Uh, George Strait, the king of country, and Miss Kay, who I believe is Phil's wife, and she runs that bakery. That bakery that looked pretty good. All right, here we go. So, uh, mean one, Mr. Grinch. I don't know why did they do this. Anyway, here we go. Mm. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're charming as a eel, Mr. Grinch. Hey, you're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe The ones that look like Santa Claus Christmas trees and bales of stars I sure do like those Christmas cookies, babe Now Christmas cookies are a special treat The more she bakes, the more I eat Okay, 
Guys, did you figure out the very complex metaphor of Christmas cookies? No, I cummies? thought it was about Christmas cookies. I thought it was about cummies. It's absolutely about Christmas cummies. Yeah, 1,000%. Cookies mean sex uh, because good godly heterosexuals just can't, you know, say that. Um, so I thought it was about one of the last remaining vestiges of traditional masculinity. <laughs> sharing cookies with your homies. These guys love talking about banging their wives. This is really about sex. He's not just talking about, like, honestly saying, I okay. like to eat he's cookies with he's sprinkles on top of them. He's okay, that might be a very, a, a, a needlessly literal line, but these are the lines. <laughs> you know, okay. He says, let me tell you the best part of it all. Every time she sticks a batch in the oven, there's 15 minutes for some kissing and cu- hugging. That's why I eat Christmas cookies all year long, right? Like, it's you're talking about getting busy with your fucking, you know. With Miss K. With Miss K. Right. He's talking about eating these cookies in front of his children and they can't oh, have yes. any, which is about uh, walking out of the bathroom with your hog out to show your kids who's <laughs> boss, I feel like. I don't know about that, but I know that, yeah. It's about does. something. I know. It is concerning where he says, but I make sure I get my share, and those kids just stand there waiting for the ones I miss. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little much. Yeah. They can't talk about actually having pleasurable sexual intercourse or even consensual sexual intercourse. Their entire dynasty is built off of um, a... a literal duck rape and murder um so <laughs> like finally someone's standing up for ducks I, you and morrissey are just yeah. peas in a pod on this oh yeah. that's right we didn't talk we about didn't that talk about that yeah Did morrissey refused to perform on jimmy kimmel live because the duck dynasty people were there we're quote animal serial killers Air, is what animal he said. serial killers <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i do i do remember that if and if i could add just really quick for the grinch song i'm i was trying to imagine like what's the lore of the duck dynasty grinch and i feel like the grinch is that rascal who in rage and cajun redneck christmas made the reindeer 69 <laughs> that's right you know. that is a line in the song some wait what yeah it's not in the lyrics but at the end they're talking they're doing some spoken word riffing at the end of the oh. cajun christmas song You're talking about some somebody and they're like made someone the made the reindeer uh here i actually wrote it down <laughs> yeah somebody Goodness. done messed around with the reindeers and not it poses rednecks <laughs> these people are constantly thinking about genitals it's all they think about. but they're terrified of them they're terrified Deer genitals yeah cookie they're called duck genitals cookie crumb covered genitals yeah uh, yeah they're it's the icing say no more <laughs> delicious icing, the icing honestly that's kind of hot <laughs> sexy sugar cookie like <laughs> pussy just get covered in some Okay, the more you no, the more you say it's it's ruined now. <laughs> now I can't get off, Heather. We have to make a duck come first. I know, yeah, anyway. that's it. And shoot it <laughs> at the same time. Um, In the Grinch song, I was thinking like, if your only creative contribution to this song is childless insults, then that says something about where your brow rests on your forehead. <laughs> also, wait, well, yeah, are I mean, there... these guys. The, I don't. I think everyone knows their lowbrow. I think the. That's the whole shtick. The malicious thing about them, though, is that it's like calculatedly lowbrow. Oh, you completely. Know? It's, they're just putting it on for the sake of the brand. Actually, remember when Joe, when a, the god Joe Rogan exposed oh my god. Carlos Mencia for being a fraud <laughs> that he was putting on his accent and that oh, his real yeah. name was Ned. Oh yeah, I yeah. do remember that. And that he stole everyone's jokes. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like these guys, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the accents were put on. I wouldn't be surprised. 
if the whole the beards, participation the, in the, the culture, ZZ top beards. it's all just part of this very calculated brand. The beards are their beards, guys. They're just perform. It's like it's like trying to pretend that you're in a, a straight relationship. You know, it's like trying to pretend that you're really a redneck. Yes, that's and you it. use this as this, uh, you know, it, it that allow this this you know token that allows you to perform an identity that's actually very inauthentic. The beard symbolism is potent. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he actually change any of the words for the Grinch song? No, I don't think just, so. He, right? I think. Well, he says, uh, "I wouldn't touch you, Jack." Oh, okay. Nice. He says Instead he wouldn't touch any saying, deplorables I either. With a thirty-nine for Paul, he says, "I wouldn't touch you, Jack," <laughs> which must be like a, again asserting his straightness, <laughs> asserting his Bidenness. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. look here, Jack. He also <laughs> condemns deplorables in this song, and sounds does like he? he's with her. Oh, assortment of deplorable rubbish. A basket of deplorable. I think that's just the original no. song. Come on, let me have Heather. I know, come I'm on. Sorry. Well, that's what I was asking. The question was, listen. No, you know what? In my head canon, Cy Robertson is with her. That's <laughs> that's my note. <laughs> I'm just here to be honest. Okay, I'm a music journalist. Didn't you read those five star reviews? Anyway, um, yeah, it doesn't. The, there's nothing notable about the Grinch. Like it's obviously just a, like kind of a play by play cover. Um, except it sounds like it's being delivered by a guy who's nodding off on the orange line. Like, it's just like the... Oh, it's painful. It's bad. You're mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he does sound like he's been taking a bunch of muscle relaxers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got a bad back, I'm sure. And it sounds like the real Grinch here is really Phil, bad. who is, like, making his children, like, listen to him fuck his wife while they, nothing but skin and bone, wait at the table, hopefully for his cookie scraps. Yeah, while, while he wife swaps with the king of country, George Strait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing is that they did manage. They got some um, semi-legit country artists on this album. They obviously got the country music world to endorse them. I think Sai's wife is she the one who voted not for Trump? Must be. One of the wives voted not for Trump. It sounds like it'd be her. Maybe it's her. Yeah. Well, she's still fucking Sai, unfortunately. Yeah. Sounds like size like the the beta like shitty t- younger brother. Yeah, he yeah. He can't sing as good. He has no charisma. He has no children. <laughs> His seed is forfeit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, should we um do a couple more? Away in a manger by Sadie Robertson, uh, featuring Allison Krauss, and then uh, Mia, one of the grandchildren, doing a Luke two eight fourteen scripture reading. Uh, and then Harry Christmas by Willie, Luke, Brian, and Phil, Uncle Cy, Jace, and Jep all together on this track. I'm sorry. The whole Palin gang is here. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you That was a really funny uh, misstatement there. You you meant to say Luke Brian. It's literally Luke Brian. What did I say? You said Luke and Brian of the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually our dude, Luke Brian. He's um, taking time out of his busy schedule making down country mac and cheese balls and Tennessee sushi. <laughs> To drop a couple lines for the boys. Oh man, yeah. So of the not of the Robertson clan, but definitely, um, you know, used as a token, uh, you know, gesture of legitimacy, along with um, Allison Krauss, 
on the next one, on Away in a Manger. Yeah, so I don't know who Alison Krauss is, and then I looked her up, and she has 27 Grammys. So I guess I need to start, I need to go through a country phase for posterity's sake alone. Actually, have you... I can't not be knowing who's won more than 25 Grammys out here. I think she did a lot of stuff with, like, Robert Plant. I think she had, like, a like a, a collaboration with Robert Plant at yeah, one point. Yeah, I saw that. She's And also... Um, She's done a bunch of collaborations with like she's been around since the eighties. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of I've never heard of her in my I've life. I've definitely heard of her. Anyway, I don't know if she's on Susie Jean's um country music for the uh reluctant urban millennial uh, <laughs> a playlist, but either way, plug for that. You guys should check that out. It's really great. There's a really fun country playlist that we have. Yeah, shout out to uh Susie Jean. Susie Jean, amazing with the note cards. The cattle are lowing, the poor baby waits, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes, I love thee Lord Jesus. Place a week, bought every string of lights Walmart had, now he can see the house from outer space. Shot down some ducks and some mistletoe A lot of love and a pot of gumbo Hunt you down a Christmas You're so God. clever. Mm. <laughs> Why like, does that song sound so much like the like Hurricane by Bob Dylan? <laughs> I don't know. You can see your house from outer space and then you're getting your redneck family together in your house that you can see from orbit. Like, what the hell? Yep. Yep. Your redneck. Down Just this home. fantasy that, like, rural America is going to participate in this capitalist total, like, dream is such a ridiculous farce that they're selling to the masses, you know? Away in a manger. Going to your point, Liv, I don't want the children involved in this. Poor Sadie. She's a child. She's not, like, she can't be really consenting to any of this, you know? Like, it's just. But, of course, when you think about Away in a Manger and the story that it's telling, it just, it's such, um, you know, a grotesque uh, contrast with the lifestyle that they are living. Even though they, you know, are playing poor on TV, like, it's the whole thing about Away in a Manger is, like, no crib for a bed. Like, this family has been, like, cast out of, you know, they're, they're, they have nowhere to stay. They're trying desperately to find shelter, and everyone is denying them. And they only get, a, you know, a barn to stay in for the, for the baby Jesus. Like, you know, you could draw a parallel to, you know, the babies in cages at the border. Or perhaps, you know, at this point... It was still the Obama years, so the babies in cages at the border. <laughs> like it was, you know, like they they're not extending their compassion to to anybody else that doesn't have anything. I mean, no, they're celebrating gawking at their house in orbit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the second song I'm talking. About I know, a, but related. But exactly, yeah, and, it, you're and right. it connects to the previous song, the um, Christmas cookies one, because it's like now that the father has had his fill of cookies and pussy. He's sitting down and just like Denethor in Lord of the Rings when he's munching on that awful tomato and it's just spilling down his chin. He's like, come, children, sing me a song. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just imagining this as like a long evening, all all spread out, just this awful patriarch. I do like thinking of him as a Denethor type. That is, that that tracks. Yeah, it tracks. 
Yeah, and then Harry Christmas. It's like the one time I'm desperate to hear Luke Bryan in my entire life. I'm just like, okay, give me something that is going to carry a goddamn tune. You know, at least at least he does. But that song is fucked up. Um, what else is behind the beards in this song? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like in the end of the song, Willie tells Luke Bryan that he's an embarrassment to all men because he oh. can't grow a beard. Oh, yes, of course. That of was, course, of course. I like uh, our boy has been taken down a peg by these. He's been alphaed by the uh, the fat son. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Santa is the ultimate man, right? You know, like yeah. he's, you know, he's the ultimate. Well, actually, but Santa's compassionate and cares about children. So he's probably a queer too. Like, is it a berry Christmas? Like they're all <laughs> like, just big fucking, big fucking bear beards. And like, they're like, yeah, we're totally straight. <laughs> we're having a yeah. really hairy Christmas. It's dude. true. It does have, it does have big, like no girls allowed vibes. It on does. Song. It does. Yeah, it's all the boys. I think our Jason, and Jep, the grandkids too. Jace and Jep. I'm yeah. sorry, did you just say <laughs> Jep? Yeah, they're featured artists on the track. Jace and Jep. No, Jep. Willie, Luke, Brian, Phil, Uncle Cy, Jason, Jep. Jep with two T. I just want to do some more plosives with that with that name. I just can't. It's just Jep with one P, by the way. What? But it is pronounced Jepapa. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the Palin family. Like the Palins were like the oh be- they God. were the, the bell names. they were the bellwether for these people. <laughs> oh my God. The Palins were big fans of uh, Duck Dynasty, as I recall. Of course, cross germination just... of yeah. culture there. Yeah. Same I... side of the culture wars. Big players in the culture wars. <laughs> Yeah, the Palins uh, had their own the show too. Hitters, honestly. Yeah, you know, well, rich people also shoot animals. Right. Yeah. No, they're they're like mm-hmm. the same. They're the same flavor. I feel like the yeah. Palins and the Robinsons. Oh, yeah. Totally, absolutely. And same they were flavor both of crazy of the same era too. Twenty twelve, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that was when that was that was big, um, and it continues to be. Unfortunately, um, there are a few little points I wanted to make about this one. They talk about watching Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, which honestly, Rudolph is ultimate queer icon. Like, let's be real. Come on. Rudolph is a queer icon, right? Absolutely. We're all on the same page. Like, come on. It's obvious. If if you're being bullied, it's because you deserve it and it's because you're a a, a queer mo and you need to be put in your place, right? Everyone else in that movie is awful. Yeah. The lesson of that movie sucks. It's the worst. It's like assimilate. Just like this fucking album. There's... (laughs) The lesson sucks. Um, I like... Uh, the lines buy the kids yep. a big trampoline everybody gets a new shotgun we're a camel <laughs> short of a manger scene but there's a guy in Texas who will sell us one oh. exposing both the gun show loophole and the exotic animal black market uh, you know oh I was thinking they were talking about a camel uh, construction um, vehicle but perhaps either one I think it, are you thinking <laughs> of I was cat? thinking of some Tiger King oh, shit like I know a guy in Texas who can get us a camel <laughs> I yeah, was thinking yeah. of them. They have their, ma- they're like the only thing that's missing from our manger scene is a camel, which means they're all just in brown face. Oh, just all right. celebrating that Christmas. That is the implication. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. They're all just like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Whoever that actor is. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness and oh Lawrence of Arabia God, yeah. when he's in just the most brutal brown face and nose. brown face. Oh, no. Fake the nose. The fakest brown nose. I, just, I, I enjoyed it. 
<laughs> the idea of like trampolines and shotguns combined as like gets me horny as a source of Christmas <laughs> makes cheer. me want to eat cookies. <laughs> See, but that was what uh, Susie Jean was talking about. That's that fun right? country shit where I would love to jump on a trampoline and shoot a shotgun at the same time. Would you? Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to gather around the shotgun pile at your side. The children buy the kids a big trampoline I and then not everyone. Be near you no, in that dude. No, you don't want to be shooting off guns on a no. trampoline with children. No, this is just, they, it, it, it's they're not actually. It's just them like reminding you of their brand. They're like, remember, we shoot shotguns for a living at ducks. No, on it, I. You know what? I'm gonna disagree, and I'm gonna say this is why Donald Trump won because these coastal <laughs> elites don't understand how fun <laughs> bouncing on a trampoline with a shot shotguns akimbo. Even come on, <laughs> yeah. come on, you guys. Double fisted. <laughs> oh my god. I One mean, it all comes live. down to selling the fantasy of class mobility to rural poors that will never have it. <laughs> Leave it to a coastal elite to it's true. the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the <laughs> all boils the down to the fun sucker. <laughs> The man authorities came to blame. <laughs> this was the point in the in listening to this album that I started thinking about um, the first thing I saw when my mom moved to Danvers. And I was just kind of strolling. I was like, oh, what's around? Like, I saw like four roast beef shops and three barber shops. Like, what else is there down right. the main drag here? And I walked past uh, a shop that is now closed, unsurprisingly. But I looked in the window and it's a vape shop. And there is a pool table and like kind of like worn black leather couches inside. And then there's a bu- it's everybody. There's like six adults in there all vaping. And then there's just a baby in a diaper on the pool table. <laughs> and then I just started Purse. thinking nostalgically about that. And I was like, this is the, these, this is those vibes. But I bet that family loved that baby better than any of them Absolutely. love each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. It was it was the, it was the first thing I saw when I turned the corner around the corner from my mom. Welcome home. <laughs> Vaping uh, babies. Shaw pride, kid. <laughs> yeah, roast beef. North Shaw beefs. Give me a three-way. Extra way. sauce, three-way. It's the only way I can come. <laughs> Swimming in mayo. <laughs> that is come, actually. That's what the three-way Three-way, way extra come. <laughs> Stoppies, if you're not from Massachusetts, in the North Shore of Massachusetts, they're obsessed with the, the wettest sandwiches. Roast beef sandwiches you've ever seen in your yeah. life. The beef needs Soft to be raw. It needs to be like red. It needs to be juicy, and it needs to be slathered in mayo, horseradish, and this barbecue. This is very sexual. Needs to be sandwich. served to you. <laughs> That's, a- it is, and it's being carved on the back of like one of those big PVC buckets uh, while a Greek man <laughs> smokes cigarettes onto it, yeah. which was my experience working at Alamo Roast Beef. <laughs> It's like a Cronenberg sandwich. All right. All right. Uh, we got a, we got some more. We got I Baby think, It's Cold Outside by Missy and I Jace. I think um, actually what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. Oh, yeah. Good idea. This is the time to take a break. It's break time. Break, break time. time. And we're going to jump right into the next two tracks here. This is, oh, they just had to get that nice, you know, very relevant 30s sexism rape energy uh, into this beautiful, beautiful uh, album here. The Baby It's Cold Outside cover really needed that. Followed by Duck the Halls. I really can't stay. 
Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. It's bone chilling cold outside. This evening has been. I've been hoping you'd drop in. So very nice. Give me your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to Okay, did they just say gay apparel? Because I'm pretty sure this is a painfully straight apparel. This is only They need old. some gay apparel. You, they need some gay apparel. This is a strictly Old Navy and Walmart camo family here. This is, you know, truck nuts and Confederate flag flip-flops. They could use uh, a gay apparel consultant. But uh, of course not. Of course not. We No. Old Navy has trendy, roomy clothing at a... Utterly reasonable price. I don't know why you have to drag <laughs> Old Navy's good name through the mud here. Uh, I think they're associated with straight clothing apparel. Clothing is sure. simply not form-fitting. There, I said it. <laughs> Who wants their clothing to show their form? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. I actually get a look up. I want to look up, like, the, the worst... Duck Dynasty merchandise. Like, what are like, what is the weirdest fucking thing that they sell with their name on it? Duck nuts. It's just, it's just <laughs> duck, duck nuts. nuts. <laughs> duck nuts. If that's not, if that's not there, I call it trademark verbal trademark TM. Wait, would that be just a pair of <laughs> duck Timmons shaped verbal testicles? <laughs> so how do you differentiate? <laughs> it's just the corkscrews. Or maybe they have, <laughs> they're just t- it's longer than the yeah, truck yeah. itself. It's it's, a, it's it's human balls, but there's like. Testic- uh, there's there's duck beaks like sticking through the skin as if the balls are shaped <laughs> like ducks, and then a corkscrew penis. Yeah, a corkscrew penis, penis that's longer than the body of the truck itself, <laughs> similar to the duck penis. <laughs> wow, they have a lot of um, they have a Duck Dynasty, a Miss Kay's Duck Dynasty kitchen uh, cookbook. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things. It's like if what I was saying with the models and or, or whoever you got to cash in. Plenty and there's a of fun. Plenty of cash grab you can think of. <laughs> Duck Dynasty Funko Pops, of course. Dude, <laughs> I mean, who's selling better in the Funko Pop world, Iron Man or the Duck Dynasty boys? I want to know because Iron Man. I, I think if it's Iron Man, that that then that. The person who wrote that article is fucking wrong. Oh, we got a wrong. <laughs> we got a nice um, QAnon uh, uh, tie-in here. We have uh, release the Quacken. Oh, thank blanket. God! Oh. Thank God! Oh, nice. Oh, are they like peak openly doing Q stuff? Uh, I don't even that know. Because they've been canceled. Like... Their show's been canceled for like three years now, so they're still. They out might there. as well. They it, might as well. Their wife swapping with Mike train. Flynn. Let's find a Duck Dynasty Back the Blue t-shirt. Let's hold on. They have a Duck Dynasty, basically a Bible. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, but that's the the Protestant way. This is right out of the Second Great Awakening. They're going to create a burnt over district from Louisiana. Fucking like they're they're selling their own. They're doing their own religious shit. Like it's perfect. It's perfect Protestant. They are the perfect 
Protestant. They are machines. Because all you need to do is be like, ah, oh, no, this is the journey that God wants for me. You don't right. have to go say you're sorry like the Catholics do. You never well, have it, to say it you're goes sorry. into the prosperity gospel fantasy of, you know, if you're, you know, rich people are rich because they're good, smart, you know, valiant, virtuous people, and poor people are poor because they are sinful evil you know and 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 lost little lambs it's all god's plan i want to ask now is there any reason for us not to go on to the next two songs because a i don't have anything left to say about baby it's cold outside no we all had that conversation three years ago it's covid no reason to repeat it (laughs) what did you say it's COVID outside. <laughs> and th- thank God that discourse prevented so many rapes. Uh, right, yeah. It did so Great. much good for the world. Awesome. For everyone to write articles about that song on Medium for an entire year. Uh, and then Duck the Halls, it's just Deck the Halls with the duck call. That's the duck the calls are good and cool. I just want to add that. So why is the duck <laughs> saying, though? Because aren't these horny duck calls? Like, <laughs> is the duck just like sliding pickup lines into the song? Decorate and, like, the halls duck with duck come. Everyone knows that when ducks fuck, they say fa la 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 la. I just want to like bring your attention to this. Uh, te- this is on rockingthetees.com. I don't even know if this is Duck Dynasty, but it came up when I searched for Duck Dynasty m- merchandise. There's a t-shirt that says Heather has been looking at Duck Dynasty I merchandise for the last dying. 10 minutes straight. <laughs> Hunting is like sex. The first time you are nervous, but still, it's the best thing you ever tried. The more you do it, the better it gets. With experience, you learn to go deeper in the bush and get the rack. Love uh. sex? Love hunting. Oh god. <laughs> the, this is a t-shirt made by someone who's never hunted or had sex. Or had sex. <laughs> You go deep in the get the rack. Dude, you know, I just love when I, I'm like. <laughs> when I plunge into that hole. And I just go so deep and I get that rack. Get that rack. That's what I love. That's my favorite thing about having sex. When I have sex with when my I, penis. I can't wait to get the rack. <laughs> Dude, this whole, this whole thing, we are, we are like, we are. Completely mired in this miasma of just like cum and horniness <laughs> and Protestantism and Santa, <laughs> all in one. Yep. Oh, you can't see me so right bad. now, but I'm doing that like octopus head massage with my hands. I'm just like completely, completely engrossed in the fiction here. <laughs> Give me Chuck Tingle Duck Dynasty erotica. Oh my! Give it God. to me. Uh, I was thinking uh, right. pounded in my holes by a million ducks. <laughs> <laughs> What's scarier, fucking one horse-sized duck or fucking a million duck-sized horses? <laughs> and where's the Fifty Shades of Duck? <laughs> Fifty Shades, 50 of, shades camo. of Camo. Yeah. What is, what is, oh, my God. I'm just imagining a duck dom. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dude, ducky play? I, Wait, I'm, I'm this is a, a t-shirt? Okay, hold a second. With a little hold tail? On. This is apparently a t-shirt. It says, nice Hell beard, yeah. you single, and a lady with big tatties, and then a guy with a beard saying, yep, and then the next panel, which is like where your tummy would be, is just her absolutely slobbing on that knob, and you can really Balls, see the whole dude. tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. 
he doesn't even have balls. And he he actually seems to not be liking it very much. No, he's just staring vacant dead eyed ahead. I actually love this shirt. <laughs> dolls us. <laughs> I fuck with this shirt heavily. Yeah, like, Stoppies, if you subscribe to our Patreon that we haven't quite set up yet, we will purchase and wear. Um, this, he's also totally smooth. This merch is our own. He has no hair down uh, there. Let's just change the. You see how it's there? They have the speech bubbles. One says "Nice beard, you single," and he's saying, "Yep." Just change it to say "Make it stop, bad music, good times." And then keep the exact images, it's and that's exact our merch. Same. And the, actually, that is what we're going to use for a professional photo shoot that we need to make ourselves into legitimate podcasters. If you for just pennies a day, <laughs> you can. You want to reenact this shirt? And I, no, I, no. <laughs> what did you just say? That's what it sounded like you just said. No, I'm that. saying we're going to wear the shirt. For a photo a, shoot. We're going to wear the shirt. Oh, we're going to wear the shirt. Heather, I'm not going to lie. You did. You did say no. The other I did thing. not. I said we're going to <laughs> wear the, the shirt. implication was? I feel no, like. I guarantee that. That was your implication. That'd be a cursed photo. I mean, it, that's what I heard. Also, <laughs> you, you might have heard that, but I have the tape. <laughs> Heather, both of our partners are here. I can't get over how smooth this guy is. Oh man! Yep. <laughs> you, nice beard. You single? Yep. Anyway, okay. Good well, stuff. Good yeah. Content. There's. This is the content you crave, stoppies. <laughs> this is why you want to spend five dollars a month. <laughs> Jokes about shit you can't see. <laughs> Allowing this to <laughs> yeah. happen. And you'll All right, never see we it. should move on because I have nothing to say about the songs, and we are getting way too sidetracked. Yeah. Well. Uh, give camouflage me the song. and Christmas lights is up next, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer follows that. Saying it's a holiday But it sure don't feel that way I don't think Jesus meant for it to be like this A paper star on a plastic tree Cotton snow and a manger scene You know, dancing and dancing and prancy and tricksy Cosmic and cupic, wait! Isn't that that little love fairy? And Donna and Brittany. <laughs> Uncle Sal, there's no reindeer named Brittany. But do you remember the most famous redneck of all? Uncle Sal, reindeer, not redneck. Let me show you how it goes, Jack. And that's enough. So both of those songs were sung by the children. Yeah. Reed sang Camouflage and Christmas Lights. He's an 18-year-old boy. Well, he's now older, and we can make fun of him more. Yeah, yeah, he was 18 when he sang this. I think you make fun of him then. Oh, for sure. He's I mean, he... Legal. I'll make fun of an 18 He's a piece of shit. I mean, he, he like, apparently... So he, he, looks, he looks a hot mess. He looks like redneck Trace Cyrus. Uh, he moved to Nashville to be famous as a country artist. That was his big goal. And obviously... It's very funny because his he, voice fucking blows. His voice is terrible, but it just goes to show you what money, fame, and power will do to your fucking ego where you think that you can do anything, like be president, for example. Um, but he is actually... The, the one good thing is he's not famous and he didn't. He was not successful. And in fact, he doesn't even have like a social media presence at this point. So he's, he's fallen off the face of the earth. Luckily. Really? He didn't get famous off his... like. It's sad to be a troop on Christmas song. Yeah, well, that was so I was trying to figure out because the song is clearly about being at war and like, you know, having a, 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 a hard baby Christmas. On a bayonet. Yeah. You frap landmines under trees. Yeah, exactly. Like holding on to this rifle and a picture of his kids saying it's a holiday. It hell, you know, don't feel that way. Killing brown people for fun. And I literally, I was just like, after he gets done uh, killing Afghani children for sport, he right. goes back to his barracks and thinks about his own children 
Uh, and while he's doing that, his head in his hands, his wife is just getting absolutely dicked down by this guy from the gym. <laughs> and they, I, and I love that they don't talk about like anything about like what like being in like war is or like what this no, war would no, be or what it's like for. You, it's just nothing. It's well, just aesthetic. being at war it is just sucks. sitting in a tent and being homesick. That's all. Right. That's all it means to be at war. Is Having a paper surely. plate on the tree. Well, and that's when I started thinking about like, are these guys even vets? And apparently, like the super homophobic one was a nom, but clearly this fucking eighteen-year-old dirt-lipped fucking loser is. Uh, you never was a veteran he's not he has no connection to any of this shit he's grown up with a fucking you know silver duck whistle in his fucking beak and he has always had everything fucking done for him and provided for him he's never sacrificed anything so there's no you know there's no comparison there's no there's no you know it's it's obviously trash in so many ways but it's also trashed by like you know commodifying um veterans which is something that republicans love to do and it's especially something that yeah especially (laughs) something we're calling you out reed what Trump st- loves to do. I mean, it's this big bone spur energy on this track, you yeah. know? I love, and, and I love that, like, the lore established earlier in the album, because again, I am reading this, like, all in chronological order, like, as a text, as of a piece of a single story, right. that this soldier is going to come home to uh, a thousand blown fuses and recreational shotgun trampoline fire, and he'll probably be fine, right? <laughs> and he'll, he'll adjust to that oh, fine yeah, again. Right. And cookie dough everywhere. Cookie dough everywhere. <laughs> and I can imagine him just, like, screaming, flipping the table over, like, hiding in the bedroom while his family's just like you fucking pussy (laughs) come on man it's christmas while he's having like a ptsd fucking breakdown oh yeah alex you're staring off into the distance how are you doing what are your thoughts um there was one part where he was staring at women and praying for all mankind i thought that was a little weird (laughs) <laughs> like he was objectifying a woman while he was like well he's just like staring at uh, the most beautiful woman he's ever seen and then he's also praying and it's like so such like horny christianity going yeah on in all hard these for songs. my for the boys if i lock eyes with someone from across the room i'm always saying the lord's prayer bone in, the blue my, under my breath um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, reindeer sucks <laughs> the Red-Nosed yeah, Reindeer Christmas music sucks I don't even it's know really if bad. I hate what I hate worse like this the songs themselves or the chuds that are singing them I hate the chuds the most Ugh. but I really songs, hate Christmas music too Christmas music sucks it's so yeah. played out like write new songs that's I even I even kind of appreciated Christmas cookies and the Cajun the Raging Cajuns because it was at least new Christmas songs to enter into the canon like even if they suck it's not like they suck any worse than fucking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's true. I suppose. Yeah, I'm hungry for originality on all these Christmas tricks. Originality, a.k.a. him saying uh, Donna and Brittany instead of <laughs> Donner and, <laughs> like, for yeah, the morning. Yeah, that in the next, uh, later on, too, he starts talking about... Uh, 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 Donner and Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, because fucking Di- Uncle Cy is Topical. on fucking a lot of uh, you know, a, a cocktail of cough syrup and methamphetamine. Like, dude is off That's his quite a cocktail. his rock, just like Wolf Blitzer. That's why you're <laughs> Christmas music in and of itself is bad. I mean, it, if you were to compare this to "Lick My Balls" of uh. <laughs> You know, Afroman episode. You know, duck the halls versus lick my balls. I would choose lick my balls over duck the halls. All right, let's. Uh, why don't we go ahead and move on to the next two songs? We're yeah, almost ready. at the end here. Um, this one is the night before Christmas, and who sings that one? I don't know. Sigh, Uncle Sigh. 
Uncle Sai again, the least of, of all of the... Uh, well, it's <laughs> not even a song. This is just a spoken word poem. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the a poem. Cohen. A three and a half minute long poem that Sai, um, the extremely homophobic one, is... Um, it's is, a poem about uh, dunking on his fat uh, nephew. Yeah, that's basically what basically. this is. That's pretty much what it is. And then followed by Why I Love Christmas. It's by Missy featuring Josh Turner. Here we go. Mama's in her gown and I got on my cap and I ain't tired because I took a three-hour nap. When all of a sudden I heard a big crash, I figured it was some coons digging in the trash. I went to the window and slipped on my shoes because I don't like critters snooping around in my refuge. Now the moon was bright and there was no sight of stockings are on the mantle music is in the air all the lights are on the tree and love is everywhere i hear a song of long ago about the father's son i love all the holidays all right that's enough that's enough barf um yeah so they duck mailed somebody i guess who's a competent singer into being on that song i suppose to to do the baritone well yeah well they already got luke bryan they got the king of country so why not why not this guy i've never heard of right josh whoever the they got the 27 grammy award winning woman i've never heard of too (laughs) i really i really gotta get into country yeah i gotta i got just for a little bit just so i know what the fuck i'm talking about we gotta burn a proverbial couch country episodes in the season which is unprecedented it's true so actually three if you count kid rock yeah yeah which we i think you should because that's a country album well yeah country rock uh jesus we gotta no more country this season yeah i can't do this anymore (laughs) out of my depth (laughs) what do i say about these freaks um I can start with uh, The Night Before Christmas, which is, um, again, a a very much like three quarters in the bag. uh, Uncle Cy talking about, um, you know, his his Christmas fantasy here of coons digging in the trash, which unfortunately I bet he just threw that in there to get a little winky, smiley racial slur. Uh, you know, out out in the. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering though. I love I love yeah, they all they love having plausible deniability. Of course, for their of ra- course. They're like, no, I. You're the one who's racist for thinking that. Uh huh. Um, big bucks turning into ducks is what seemed to appear. Hey, they they suckled around, and I swear that they flew. These deer had my garbage and big old Willie in there too. Um, so he talks about down the fireplace came Willie. He must have got away. I drew up my pistol not knowing what to say. So I think this so no. song is about him, Uncle Cy, hallucinating from his meth sweet tea cocktail and thinking his son, his nephew is Santa Claus and almost shooting him. Even if it... it would so you what shoot I got Santa? From it was he's actually being visited by Santa Claus, but he the only way he can accept this as reality is he's like, oh, that must be my fat nephew, Willie. <laughs> And I'm going to shoot him. I I might shoot him. (laughs) Right. And as a result, he has like this delirium tremens moment where he's Uncle June from The Sopranos with his pistol out going, Katsata Malanga, shooting Tony (laughs) right in the tummy. (laughs) Shooting his horrible fat nephew right in the tummy. It did seem like it was leading up to a like beginning of Sopranos season six moment of (laughs) the senile uncle shooting his fat nephew. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's perfect. I'm sorry. It's the... 
I like the image of winged reindeer where I was thinking that they had bat wings and like glowing red eyes. <laughs> that would be cool. I think it's it's just him hallucinating though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, it's I hope he's hallucinating that. Europe and Southern <laughs> Comfort. Yeah, I hope so too. That would be a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Um yeah, and and then why I love Christmas is is completely generic and, and pointless. I mean, and it's and it's more of just this like false like you know. Uh, Jesus loves materialism. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You nailed it. Jesus uh, would smile warmly on our pile. Jesus of said rich men had an easy time getting into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, what the camel was about. They earlier. get to cut the line. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. I want to just give we a just taste. Got to thread of- this camel. <laughs> I want to give a taste of how unhinged and 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 weird the fucking night before Christmas song is. Yeah. Uh, just this this set of lyrics here. Okay, Willie looked like he was smoking a pipe. I know I never seen that, and it didn't seem right. Not sure it was Willie's face, but no doubt it was his belly with the unmistakable shake. Cause hey, Willie loves his jelly. Willie's chubby and plump like a fat little mouse, and I got tickled at seeing him and said, why are you at my house? He winked at me and smiled as he set down his stash. I saw it was not my garbage, and it certainly was not my trash. <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> and this ties it back into Raging Cajun Redneck Christmas because they were talking about who can have the most trash as a Christmas tradition. <laughs> yeah, what is this their thing with trash? They love garbage. Well, because that's, you know, it signifies that they're poor, you know, white trash, right? So they, you know... Really? You that... gotta keep your or they shit have on so much lawn. money they can you just have... keep buying oh, fuses. Yeah. That too. That they keep blowing. That too. It's quite the conundrum, isn't it? Quite the <laughs> quite <laughs> the conflict. <laughs> Redneck problems. Am I right? Guys? Am I right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It's really terrible. And at this point, you know, I'm I'm so over it. So I think we should just finish it off with the last two songs here. We don't um, want to talk about why I love Christmas, Missy. Definitely. She definitely took her vocal lessons. Oh, is that one? Oh, that one's okay. Because this was the one I was like, oh, is Alison Krauss on this one? But yeah, you're right. Uh, Missy. Yeah, she she's hitting a, a nice harmony. She's the only Robertson who can carry a tune. Yeah, we got to. You know what? If we're going to give any credit to this album, which I don't think we're going to give much. No, we'll give a little credit to Missy for hitting hitting the high notes. Yeah. Yeah. She did a decent job. But yeah, I mean, this is the lyric that I think Alex already said this, but like you know what he was referring to like jesus loves materialism when i see all the presents and boxes and pretty bows i picture baby jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes no <laughs> uh, that's baby what? jesus literally dressed in money <laughs> <laughs> that's the manger i remember <laughs> that's the my manger, father's the, manger the mick manger <laughs> 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 yeah, 20 he, story McManger. The baby Jesus was wearing uh, money shaped sunglasses and a. Uh, Jesus was the hangover a, uh, baby. A, a, a Louis Vuitton uh, swaddling <laughs> blanket while smoking a comically large cigar. It's the American way, Judeo Christian way. Um, I know a, a sentence, by the way, that they, set, they cite that a lot and use Judeo Christian as if that means anything <laughs> at all. Yeah, what does that mean? It's not a thing. <laughs> All right, um, so we have the last two here, which one of them is not even a song. Uh, one of them is just a really terrible cover of Silent Night. Um, we're not going to have much to say about that, but then... Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> we finish off with Phil's Prayer, Willie's Closing. So uh, here we go.
Robertsons love Christmas. Nowadays, there's way more presents, the mills are bigger, and the Christmas lights might number in the millions. But we have not forgotten the true meaning for the season. We gather to honor our Lord as a family. We talk of Christmases of old, watch the kids rip into their presents, and of course we sing. God says make a joyful noise, and when it comes to our Savior being born on this earth, we will do just that. We will sing from our hearts. So I believe he's doing, he's wrapping up the album the same way he would wrap up an episode of the television show. I think mm-hmm. every episode uh, ends with Willie doing a little course. recap like that. So little nod to the true fans out there. They know you're watching. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what's like the Venn diagram of like Duck Dynasty fans and Stoppies? Where's the overlap? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder two, if we're going to get an angry review. No, those one. are absolutely two silicon titties on opposite sides of a fucking <laughs> of, a, of a chest. Meet. There's a wide. <laughs> Never cleavage. the twain shall meet. Exactly, dude. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> N- not a chance. I want to point out that I was looking at the technical, uh, the personnel uh, listings on this album on uh, Wikipedia, and there are in the technical personnel section twelve separate people listed as assistant. Each of these fucking assholes has their own, at least one personal assistant. Absolutely. Who was there from every step of the way of recording this album. Of course. Well, just like they said, they said presents three times and then talked about how presents and then presents with money. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> Good oh, night. yeah. Amen. We are, God, though. We have all this money and we're so rich, but we're remembering the true meaning of Christmas, which, which is, is presents money. and money. Which is that God, God gave this to us. It <laughs> was foretold that we deserve it. And virtuous. Yeah, I mean, they're not doing this just to cash in. They're doing this for God because he said it was okay for them to cash in. Yeah. And, and therefore... It's justified. I mean, You're if God welcome. is good and money's good, then God is money. If I have all this and money, therefore and I'm, I'm God, <laughs> then obviously God, like I'm in His good graces. If I well, am successful, well, is Phil the awful bigot? They're all awful bigots, the, but I think Sai is really bad. The patriarch and his fuck up dipshit brother are yeah. the two. They're the ones who really say yeah, the so fuck up. That's who we need, the who we need really a sermon the, from. Their foots in their mouths, like in the press. The, the rest of them, I assume, have the same beliefs, but keep more quiet about them. The fuck up dipshit cut like uh, brother that's known on the show, and I have not watched the show, but just looking through the merchandise, apparently he's known for taking naps, but he can make forty million dollars a year, so that's fine. We should watch an episode. No, absolutely not. I fucking will not do anything else ever related. I've already fucked up my algorithm enough by looking for fucking Duck Dynasty merchandise. Like, I'm I'm screwed. Um, so I think, you know, that is the last thing that we need to say about the music on this album. Um, this was uh, quite a mistake <laughs> on many levels. No, it was truly terrible. And now we get to look back, uh, you know, and uh, decide how we can possibly quantify such a godly, heavenly, you know, um, virtuous album um, on a scale of zero to negative five, as always, on the show. So you, as our guests, Liv and uh, Alex, you get to decide what our quantifier is for the show. Corkscrew penises. Of course. Uh, Done. Beautiful. Absolutely. (laughs) Done. Unwilling corkscrew penises. Right. Well, uh, that's no, the, the corkscrew penises yeah. are willing. That's, oh, yeah, the that's right. The corkscrew are... shaped vaginas. Oh, that's yes. right. Okay. That's where you run. Cloacas, excuse you. Cloacas. That's are right. there gay ducks? Um, mm. They arm wrestle with their dicks. <laughs> they're. 
probably, yeah, right? There's some gay birds. I don't know. Yeah, about there's gay everything. Oh, I, sure. I, I just searched for gay ducks, and the first article that showed up was um, in Scientific American, and the, and the, t- <laughs> the title, this is from 2009, is Gay Ducks Derail Repopulation Plan. Amen. All right. Fuck yeah. Go Ducks. Go Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. That rules. <laughs> um, also, there's another article <laughs> It's called gay. How gay duck necrophilia was discovered. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cock and duck. Oh yeah, torture. that sounds familiar. Um, and there are several YouTube videos. So I guess ducks are uh, are gay. Okay. So can be. Can be. Can be. Well, do they do they get d- excommunicated from the duck dynasty? <laughs> they show they they're a little too queer. I mean, that's they deserve to be shot. Of course, right. after becoming horny. But is that does true. that make you gay? Does that because make you gay if you make gay. a gay duck horny before you kill it. Oh my Ooh. god! Uh, we're blowing this whole thing wide open. <laughs> I can see the code of the matrix now. Oh, man. This was quite a uh, a deep dive here. So I don't um, even see the matrix anymore. I just see <laughs> mallard. I don't know. I can't the other kinds of ducks. Kinds of ducks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Um, and thank God. Thank duck. Um, all right. So who wants to go first and rate this album on a scale of uh, zero to negative five corkscrew duck penises? Uh, I'm going to give it a negative four Kay. corkscrew penises. Yep. It was bad. Yeah. I didn't well, like it. Why negative four uh, specifically? Um, Where's the one coming from? I think I'm gonna give the one point for uh, for Missy taking yeah. vocal lessons. Okay. I think uh, I no. I think really, if I'm giving it points for anything, it's Cajun, Raging Cajun, and uh, and Christmas cookies. Just because I think those, by the standards that we already you know judge Christmas songs on, those are at least like new entries into the Christmas canon. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't think anyone's going to cover them. Like the Christmas but, cannon that you shoot off into the sun. That right, kind of from cannon, right? Yeah, of, yes. of course. Um, it's what Phil calls his I don't dunk. Think, I don't think anyone's going to cover them. I don't think they're going to go Christmas anywhere. Christmas cannon, but it's just, baby. I do appreciate at least trying to, to do new Christmas songs because they've the ones we know have all been rehashed so many times. Um, but, you know, it's all kind of... Su- it's just a superficial point. Like, it's a it's a terrible album. It doesn't really have any redeeming qualities. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I didn't feel like giving it a full negative five. It feels like a negative four to me. I do. Go I feel right like ahead. giving it a full negative five. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just... Because, I, I, like, I thought this would be fun. I thought there would be more Rage and Cajun, like, type songs on this. But for the most part, it was just, like, a lazy like slog of like a Jack Donaghy project where he's like trying to make them the product as as like profitable as possible with the least amount of like effort and work and investment in it it was just a boring waste of my goddamn time and that's saying something considering the subject matter of this goddamn podcast <laughs> it's just like you know listening to stuff that's like bad and to- it was this, no. It was no. This wasn't. Man. There was. There. Yeah. There was nothing. There was no. There was nothing like fun or cheeky or original or like involved even the effort where like you feel the mirth and the joy of Afro man smoking joints with his friends and being gross about vaginas. Like that's like they at least had fun coming up with those lyrics. This was just. This was just dog shit. Like half remembered nothing on like a Thursday morning. They're hungover. Duck shit. I hate them. I'd say. <laughs> this sucked. It was, it, I was angry because it was 46 minutes long and about four minutes of it was like 
entertaining in any way. Uh, what about you? I give it a negative two corkscrew. Oh penises. my god, Alex, try wow. again. No, try no, again. I have yes, a, I have a no, legitimate defense here. It's not bad enough to be good. You know, in my mind, bad art is a circle where you get to the bottom and you're actually back at the top because it's accidentally something fantastic as someone sincerely poured themselves into such a travesty that they believed was so good that it's like remarkable. And this isn't that. This is a lazy cash grab that has no artistic merit, no originality. It's just cultural sludge. Which, so I'm not going to dignify it with a negative four or negative five. <laughs> that, I it mean, that's where I would land too, is at the negative five two. because it was such a waste it, of time, it is like, right? You know, we did give the shags really bad scores out of respect. So maybe it's the opposite end of that. I think is no. what that's my philosophy on this. I agree with everything Alex said, but I feel like my rating, we just have a different rating philosophy then. Maybe. I think so too. Yeah. I And I know Alex very well, so I understand what he's saying because we watch a lot of trash art and we enjoy a lot of trash art and this wasn't enjoyable, but that's why, it, that's why it's a negative five. Not only is it a negative five because it's musically fucking, you know, hideous and, and, and terrible. There's very little, you know, any original content on this is, is even more dreadful than the rehash fucking cash grab, you know, uh, bullshit that they have on it. But it's what they represent in fucking society. It always comes back to that to me. It can't just be this music in a vacuum. It's the fact that they were able to make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars off of the fucking trash fantasy that this music represents. It's such a disgrace. It's such a fucking... Uh, it's such a farce. It's so offensive on every fucking level that, you know, yeah, the music itself, um, it is, you know, completely a waste of time. Sure. You can give Missy Robertson like, you know, she's like the middle school soloist in the Christmas choir, like great job. But that's, you know, that doesn't give you extra points to me. Like just because you have a passable, barely, barely, you know, uh, listenable voice, um, The rest of the shit is terrible and everything that they represent is just so hideous and so disgusting and so antithetical to, you know, I don't, I'm not a Christian, you know, at all, Uh, but (laughs) right. But I understand, you know, the principles like fundamental principles of Christianity and everything about this goes completely against that. And it just represents the grossest, you know, commodification of what christmas was meant to be which ultimately is you know is the story of christmas in america anyway but um it is awful it's terrible there's nothing redeeming i don't even give missy a point i'm sorry negative five hold on i want to revise my score to back to a negative two i'm gonna be with al because of they achieved their goal, which was a hardcore trigger, triggering of this blue hair lib over here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was awesome. We are not putting that in the spreadsheet. You said <laughs> negative five. No, and I, no I, and I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> Wait, should I change it to negative two or no? Because the spreadsheet's very important to me. I want to make sure that it's, we're accurate. Here. She's very important to you. <laughs> no, it's a negative five, right? Yes. Yeah, Sorry. negative yeah, five. Um, well, that's an average of a negative four, which I think that's a, that's... Well, that's your rating. Canonized so. is the worst. No, yeah, that's my rating, which I think is correct. Yep. Uh, and is canonized as the worst Christmas album we've done so far. Oh, I think so. absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's the worst. Yeah. It's it's really, really bad. And I don't even know if we can do another one of these next year because there's just like... We'll find one. I'm sure we will, unfortunately. We'll, we'll end up with Crazy Frog or William Hung. We will probably... We'll have Crazy to do, Frog sounds awesome. We will yes. have to do a Crazy Frog album at some point. We've been putting that off. Oh my god! 
I can't. Especially now that we have European stoppies listening, like they they got the cra- the crazy frog worse than we did. So we got to do it for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I go um, to the internet cafe to listen to Crazy Frog <laughs> with my cappuccino. <laughs> I smoke a cigarette in the internet cafe mm. and I listen to Crazy Frog. The Take cover of <laughs> I listen. I like it when he goes ding 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 to ding ding to ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh man! All right, everybody. Uh, well, we're gonna nip that one in the bud, uh, and uh, we want to uh, thank our our guests who are are you know they're stuck with us, so <laughs> they didn't really have a choice. But um, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yes. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. This, uh, is, this is terrific. Yay. Yay. It's a Christmas miracle. Thank you. I love you. Thank you all. Oh, I love you. I love all the stoppies. You've made my wife so happy. Aww, oh, my God. Spoken like a true thing. husband. Such a, such a husband. Um, yeah, do you guys have um, things you want to plug? <laughs> Come check out the Remote Learning Academy at... No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Come check out the middle schoolers at... Yeah, what, what am I saying? Yeah, Liv, please dox your middle schoolers right now for everyone. Yeah, or I could plug all of my creative projects, like bothering Michael about wanting to be able to eat a chair. <laughs> That's true. I will not allow Liv to eat a chair. It's not... My it, creative projects, no like cleaning our it. house or... There's no healthy way to do it despite all the protestations. I know you can't do it healthily and it will hurt your insides. Now what do I have to plug? Oh, Alex, man. do you want to plug your, your no? There's nothing. Yeah, ballot initiative project. Yeah, we're, I don't know why I'm asking. I just vote have yes idea. on two. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh, wait. Oh, Oops. Oops. We lost. Oops. You um, should have voted yes on two. You idiots. Uh, we want to thank you, Stoppies, uh, for supporting us. We really, really, really appreciate it. And um, it really is a Christmas miracle that you continue to uh, support us and and download us and listen to us and share us and give us great reviews and. Um, we will definitely read if you have a five star review you want to give us. Uh, we'll definitely read it on the show, and we will be working on a Patreon. So we hope to have an announcement about that in the new year. Um, you know, because this needs to be enabled further. Um, you know, by your hard earned cash. So uh, we have our next episode will be the worst of uh, twenty twenty, which is quite a doozy. How are you doing with that one, Mike? Uh, we'll talk about uh, it. will be ready for the episode whenever we record that. Hopefully not soon. Well, uh, it's, we have December, so it's December. So we have End of December, right? Yeah, yeah. But we're two weeks into December, so it'll be in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll whip something up for that. You sure D- will. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, you have to. I know. <laughs> that is your burden. Your cross to bear. Um, but yeah, so we'll have the worst of 2020 coming up and then, um, yeah, some more really uh, fun episodes in the new year with some really cool guests and, uh, you'll just have to like and subscribe to us on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at make it stop cast. And you can go to our website at make or send us an email. Um, you can, what are we going to ask for people to do for this sh- episode? Oh no, for this episode, um, <laughs> we'd like, uh, all of our, um, Stoppies who work with in plastics uh, to make a, to, our petroleum-based stoppies. Yeah, our petroleum-based stoppies. If you work in plastics, um, please uh, make the 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 duck nuts. Okay, yeah, make the duck nuts. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, uh, just a, a little dangling corkscrew uh, to to go on the back of your of your 
pickup. A corkscrew penis that is longer than the truck itself. <laughs> and then below that, two human testicles with duck-shaped testicles. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, everybody, we will see you happy, you know, have a safe and happy and healthy holiday, however you are doing it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is produced, recorded and edited by Heather McCormick. It is affiliated with the Boston Free Radio podcast network at bostonfreeradio.com and with Somerville Media Center based out of Somerville, Massachusetts. The music used for our intro was produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.